What's going on, everyone? This is Joe from More Beer. Welcome to the More Beer Podcast. This is where we'll be sharing everything that we've got brewing at More Beer. We'll be talking all things beer and home brewing, talking about new products, and we've got some amazing guests lined up as well. So make sure to subscribe to the More Beer Podcast wherever you get your podcasts so that you don't miss out. For our first episode, we have an awesome conversation with our own Vito DeLucci talking double IPAs with Matt Sager, head brewer at Danville Brewing. Matt and Danville Brewing won a bronze medal at the Great American Beer Festival for their double IPA Chucks. And we are super excited because we just released the Chucks double IPA beer kit with Matt's award-winning recipe for all of you to brew at home. Check it out at morebeer.com. Vito and Matt talk about the recipe for Chucks, tips for brewing double IPAs, their home brewing experiences, and so much more. It's a super fun and informative conversation, so enjoy. Here's Vito and Matt. Cheers. All right. Hey, everyone. Vito here from More Beer, and I'm sitting with Matt Sager, the head brewer at Danville Brewing, and we're going to talk double IPA. Thanks for coming, man. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks for uh, having us out here. Always good to see you. Yeah. So tell us a little bit about Danville Brewing. All right, well, we've been around for oh, almost exactly five years. Uh, opened in uh, late 2016. Uh, first brewery in Danville. Awesome. Uh, we're in the old Danville Hotel. Uh, this whole build out uh, was made specifically for the brewery. And we have a 10 barrel system. We have a full kitchen, full bar, uh, 20 tap handles. Um, yeah, it's a lot of fun. I've been here since since the beginning, so uh, it's been a ride. It's yeah. been a fun ride. And I've been a fan since the beginning, too. You've been oh, making great you. beer. So uh, uh, speaking of great beer, I want to talk to you today about Chuck's, uh, yeah. your double IPA, which I understand you won a medal at GABF. Congratulations. Yeah. Yeah, thank you. Uh, tell us a little bit about uh, about winning a medal, about that. Oh, yeah. That, that was, it was, uh, I don't mean to sound woo-woo about it, but it was magical. Yeah. You know, uh, first year out of the gate, we won a, a bronze medal for Chuck. That was your first time entering a competition. First, first for, yeah, yeah, in a professional setting. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I, they, they, I'd entered five beers, and the four, first four had come and gone. I didn't win. I'm thinking, all right, there's over 200 entries in the Chuck's category. Yeah, double IPAs double, on the category. Yeah, yeah. And, and I'm like, I don't know. Well, they, they, they announced Chucks, right? They announced Danville Brewing Chucks. And, and at first, my first thought was, all right, there's somebody else here. Yeah, there's another Danville Brewing. There's another Danville Brewing that named a beer Chucks. So they can't be us. And sure enough, it was, it was so cool to not only go up on stage and, and shake Charlie Papazian's hand mm. and get that medal, but also to have my wife with me. She went up oh, on stage awesome. with me. And uh, for that beer in particular, it was special for this company too, because um, you know the beer is named after Chuck Meta, who's our owner's dad. Oh, uh, okay, okay. Yeah. yeah, tell us a little bit about the the, the beer itself, the, the history of the name. Yeah. Yeah. So um, uh, Chuck was a uh, um, driving force behind Meta Distribution, a beer distribution company, um, and it was. Uh, Marcus made his father and uh, he passed away and and it was really important for for him to have a mark uh, that he's part of the DNA of this company right and uh, Marcus really wanted to name our double IPA uh, Chuck's um, after Chuck Meta so I was working on recipes and of course 
when you're when you're brewing a double IPA, the first thing that comes to mind is the forefather of double IPAs, and that's you know Pliny. Russian River yeah. Pliny the Elder, right? Um, but how are you going to do that to where you make your own mark on the style, right? And that's kind of my how I started with that beer is um, I love Russian River, I love Pliny, um, but I'm I don't want to make Pliny, right? I don't I don't want to make a, a clone. So um, that that's where Chucks came about. That's I mean that's the the, the fun and thrill of brewing is is, is trying stuff new, uh, you know, doing that. So so tell me a little bit about uh, you know this beer, this iteration, I guess, um, sure. of the of Chucks and, and you know some of the grain hops. Right. Um, well, uh, the the stamp of all my beers, including this one, is dryness. Awesome. Um, I've never been a big fan of malt bombs, and there are a lot of double IPAs out there that are malt bombs, and that's fine. A lot of people enjoy that, um, but for this, uh, as well as most of my beers, it's bone dry. Mm -hmm. So the malt beer, the malt bill consists of um, mainly um, raw two row. Um, a little Vienna malt because I like that little interplay of, of toastiness and it adds just the amount of color that I want mm. and um, then to dry it out even further uh, obviously I'm using uh, corn sugar a little dextrose a little dextrose yeah. to, to dry it out yeah um, so we, we typically start at um, probably 10 oh, fuck. I don't remember the the uh, OG? The OG. Uh, what did it finish at? Uh, 1008. 1008, yeah, okay. Yeah, finishes nice at 1008, dry. so nice and dry. Um, and uh, that's a good template to let the hop shine because yes. that's where this beer, uh, you know, really uh, goes above and beyond is, is this style is letting the hop shine. This is a, a hop bomb. It's um, a celebration of hops, really. Speaking of hops, what hops are in this one? Okay, so um, I start off with uh, a bittering edition of, of Magnum. 60 minute edition? 60 minute okay. edition, and then I do a five minute edition of Citra and Centennial. Okay. And then a Whirlpool of Citra and Mosaic. Uh, dry hopped at about four and a half pounds per barrel. Okay. Uh, and uh, for the dry hop, for what I've been using for about the past six months or so, is Citra, Mosaic, and Strata. Oh, I love Strata. that yeah. dank, yeah. that overripe fruit that the Strata brings to the game. Especially, and I always call Mosaic sort of a filthy hop. If ever I have a beer <laughs> that is tasting, a, uh, an IPA that's tasting a little too clean, yeah. I'm like, let's filth this up a little bit yeah. and throw some Mosaic in yeah, there. Some of that berry character. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think that's what you get in this. You get a little bit of blueberry, you get some overripe, tropical fruit you get some passion fruit yeah and uh, so that the, the hops that danky hop hits you right up front and then you get that dry smooth you know uh, character going down begging you for more right yeah it makes you want to take another sip. yeah yeah it's beautiful um, so what are some tips on brewing uh, we, we talked about the ingredients what are yeah. some uh, you know some tip mash temperature things like that yeah so I I'm mashing fairly low. I'm at about uh, 148, 149. Okay. In yeah. the mash. Hence the super dry. Yeah. Right, right. Uh, and we mash for 45 minutes to an hour. Okay. Uh, make sure that conversion is, is completely done. And uh, 
boil for about an hour, but I'm also doing a, a first wort hop. I, oh, I awesome. really love yeah. the, I love that too, the character, yeah. the, the bitterness character the first wort hop brings to the game. And then, of course, the sugar, the, uh, the corn sugar. Mm -hmm. uh, it lightens the load it, while, while bumping up the, the alcohol that you need to have for this style. You're not using all malt, so it's not going to be a uh, like I said before a, a malt bomb. Mm -hmm. uh, and I'm not using caramel malt in this. And I found with caramel malt, especially with big IPAs, as it ages, yeah. that really starts the the, um, uh, the the staling character faster. You know. Yeah, that crystal malt for the, sure. Yeah, crystal caramel. Yep. Yeah, the the hops drop out, and then all you get is that sweet crystal caramel character and I think by eliminating the caramel malt altogether you end up with a beer that la a really nice dry beer that lasts longer um, that you can enjoy for you know at least a couple months before you brew the next one if it lasts that long yeah yeah right yeah. they usually go quicker than that yeah it's what he's Remember Mike Tasty, a good friend of ours. He 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 was a proponent of that. Of like, why are you putting crystal malt in that beer? You know, and, and we you know we were homebrew, and I remember that. And it was it was like, yeah, once you start doing that, and, and around that time, 2010, 2009, yeah. the, the, the styles were shifting to that you know, a little drier, kind of pulling out that maltiness, yeah. and and yeah, crystal malt, even at like two to five percent, you could taste it. You, you know? can, yeah, yeah, you can. Yeah. And and in the beginning, I was uh, throwing a little bit of crystal forty. Yep. Um, but then I thought, well, how else can I add color without mm -hmm. the deep crystal malt caramel flavor? Um, and that's where I came up with uh, Vienna, throwing the Vienna yeah. in there. And um, it really works. I, I love the toastiness that it brings without bringing that toffee flavor yeah. that gets in the way. I find the toffee gets in the way of the hops. For sure. Yeah. yeah. That's awesome. This is a great beer, man. Yeah. Thanks, Cheers. man. Cheers yeah. to you. So Matt, I know um, you know you started home brewing. I met you through home brewing. Sure. Um, let's talk a little bit about that. It, it was funny on the way out here today. I saw uh, had a, a Facebook memory pop up. You know, ten years ago, I think today we were home brewing together. We sure uh, were. So yeah, tell me a little bit about your home brewing experience. In that. Yeah, I, I started home brewing oh, uh, back in the late '90s and uh, uh, transitioned that into a professional career by attending the UC Davis Master Brewer Program. And um, so, yeah, I was homebrewing for about five years prior to that, and uh, I was in the medical field, didn't want to do that anymore. Mm, uh, sure, yeah. And my wife was like, well, go to UC Davis. We were living in Sacramento at the time, so did that. And then my uh, first job was at Great Basin Brewing in Reno. Oh, Reno, yeah. Yeah, uh, worked there for three and a half years and loved it there. So I'll always be a big proponent of that, of that brewery. And then we moved back to the Bay Area, and that was my, uh, you know, between jobs, I was a stay-at-home dad. That was That's my opportunity you, yeah. to get back into home brewing yeah. again and kind of go back to the roots, right? Because yeah. when, you're, when, you're when you're a professional brewer, you do very little home brewing, yeah. right? And you, uh, I wouldn't say you lose the, the passion uh, because I still have the passion to brew, but uh, there's something lost when you're not home brewing anymore, yeah. right? Yeah. And uh, it was it was great, and I entered a uh, couple beers into competitions, and and uh, won with those, and joined Doe's. That's where I met yep, you yep, at yep. Uh, uh, the Doe's Homebrew Club in Walnut Creek, and um, 
Yeah, the rest is history. Yeah, yeah more beer was uh, right there, you know, they conquered. Uh, yep, right down the street room. from yeah. my house. Yep, yep. And that's where I met, uh, you know, all the great people at more beer. And, uh, so, yeah, it's, it's been a, a fun ride. And then I started working at um, uh, Creek Monkey and Martinez. They had a little brew system downstairs. It was a more beer homebrew. Mm-hmm system really the 20 gallon yeah. thing but but they were looking to to upgrade and and go to the next level so they asked me to come along and so speaking of homebrew yeah. um i remember homebrewing with you at your house and you had one of the most awesome homebrew systems yeah. i can remember uh the brew shed and you yeah. know more beer uh, brew sculpture tell me a little bit about your homebrew setup yeah awesome yeah so i had a 20 gallon system uh for more beer the 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 flat um, low rider, low rider, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I had one of those, and I had two twenty-gallon uh, conicals. Yeah, the ultimate conicals. Yeah, yeah, and a ten-gallon, and uh, I was brewing a lot of beer, probably more than I could Drink. consume. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> between my wife and I, yeah, that's the fun of it, though. Right? Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I had you over multiple yeah, times, a bunch of times. To, to brew was, with me that was uh, at that home was awesome yeah. setup i loved uh love brewing on it and that, that's what got me to buy a more beer brew sculpture as well yeah um, yeah brewing on that it was just awesome awesome system yeah and it, you know uh, you, you can brew just as great beer in a in a bucket on the stove but um i felt like brewing on that you know kind of brought me back to yeah what i was brewing closer to a commercial system yeah yeah three, three vessel you've got you know all the all the exactly the yeah. yeah so congratulations again on the medal that's awesome yeah, thanks, um we're going to be making or more beer is going to be making a, a chuck's double ipa uh right. kit so tell us a little bit about uh, we're excited to do the kit tell us a little bit about you know the the kit the recipe uh your your brewing philosophy let us know about that and i'm so excited to offer this kit up uh, you know, my, the philosophy behind Chuck's is that it's a dry old school IPA with a little bit of new school in there. You got the strata hops that dank it up. Um, and it's, it's as in spite of its 8% alcohol, it's crushable. Yeah. yeah and you, yeah, you, yeah, we're all already halfway through yeah. here, right? You know what? Homebrewers can play around with the dry hops can, you know, play around with the, the uh, ratios and, and the styles of hops too. And, and just because I'm using Mosaic, Strata, and Citra doesn't mean that that's the best combination there is. I, I love it. I love it the way it is. And that's the fun of homebrewing is ex- experimentation, trying new stuff. Let's, uh, yeah, let's throw that hop in there. Let's exactly. Add it up, yeah, so yeah. that's awesome. Yeah, and that's kind of my philosophy on brewing in general is um, I really like the old school styles, you know, putting sort of a, a new school twist on it, right? And I don't know if you've seen our, our menu here, but I always try to have some old old school classic styles. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, we have our hazy IPAs and uh, cold IPA, just brewed a cold IPA. Uh, we have a blonde, but I, uh, I also like to have something that I like to call brewer's beers. Mm-hmm. A brewer comes in here, they're going to respect the fact that we have a smoked Hellas. Yeah. Right? Yeah, you know. Or, or uh, uh, Dunkelweizen, you yes. know. And those are my favorite beers. Um, 
those old German styles. And yeah, it's so always I, nice to, when you visit a brewery, see a classic style on. And, and yeah, like yeah. you said, you know, the people that, that know and love those styles are going to yeah. be stoked to, right. to see that there. Yeah. All right, Matt, thanks again for having us. This has been awesome. I'm going to go with some rapid fire uh, yeah. questions for you here. Before you do that. Yep. There you go. All right. All right. The first one I'd like to go with is uh, what are your tip for a new brewer? Somebody who's just starting off on home brewing. What is uh, you know, the best, uh, best advice you can give to them? Fermentation control. Yes. Fermentation definitely. temperature. Um, one thing I learned very early on is anybody can make sugar. Yep. You know, any monkey can make wort. Mm. Uh, and yeah, you, you need some background, uh, whether it's book, reading books or, or talking to brewers to come up with a good recipe. But when it comes to fermentation, that will uh, uh, either save your beer or kill your beer. And you want to make sure that, that you have a firm control on fermentation control, whether that's in a fridge with a fermentation, with a, with a temp control. Um, but I, I truly believe that uh, fermenting your beer in a closet just letting it go. Yeah. Just letting Maybe it go. Maybe if you're using Quebec yeast, uh, great. But yeah, like I totally agree. Uh, bre brewers make wort, yeast make beer. So yeah, make sure they're in a happy working exactly. environment. Exactly. And to your point, I've always said that that brewers are just uh, uh, yeast ranchers. Yep. Yep. Yeast we just yeah. we just make food for yeast. Yep. I the, you, the yeast makes the beer. Control is, is the best. Yeah. All right. Next one. Um, I like to refer to this as Desert Island Beer. What is the one style, if you could only drink one style of beer for the rest of your life, what is that? Orval. Orval, okay. Oh, oh yeah. Belgian Pale Ale. Belgian Pale Ale. Ah, interesting. Okay. Uh, I, I was in Belgium uh, three years ago and we visited the Orval Abbey. And it's way different, fresh at the source, oh, the, than what we get here in the United States because it's had time to age. Yeah. The brett really starts to come out, right? Yeah, we and only there you can get the Orval Green, which is the super fresh, and it, it is more hoppy than it is anything else. You, you really get the, the, the hops coming out in that. And then as it ages, as the brett kicks in, and it's, it's evolving from where it is at the source to you know, five years down the line, it's gonna taste completely different. I love that beer, and if I had one beer to drink forever, it would be uh, good Belgian Pale, yeah. particularly Orval. Particularly Orval, yeah. good, good answer, good answer. Uh, another question for you, all right, here, here, here's a, uh, you know, this is a, a big divide in brewing, um, and, and I like both, but uh, for you, West Coast IPA or Hazy IPA? West Coast all day long. West Coast all day, why, why yeah. do you like West Coast, other than you being here in California? Yeah, well, I, I sometimes I find that that hazy IPAs uh, once you get halfway through the glass, it starts to become a chore to finish it. I can kill a pint of West Coast easy. The dryness, yeah, the dryness, sure. yeah. That being said, I've had some really, really good uh, hazy IPAs. We brew some really good hazy IPAs, um, but uh, yeah, it's the dryness and it's and it's the emphasis emphasis on hops. Uh, I feel like uh, hazy IPAs is more of an emphasis on um, uh, yeast character and, and that juicy, which is great. Uh, I, 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 I like yeah. that. And I see why they're so popular. Yeah. Exactly. Um, but yeah, for me, for my palate, I'm drinking a West Coast all day long. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I tend to agree. That's probably my, my favorite as well. Yeah. <laughs>
All right, here's another one for you. Uh, if you could sit and do like we're doing, have a, a beer discussion about a style, uh, you know, beer making, whatever, ingredients with, with one other person, dead or alive, who would it be? And what would you talk about? Boy, so um, Michael Jackson, before he died, uh, yeah. visited the brewery that I used to work at, uh, uh, Great Basin Brewing. Mm, okay. And he had a lot to say about uh, our Harvest Ale and how it Is tastes. that a wet hot beer or fresh hop? No, it's actually a, a beer that we uh, use local harvested mm, ingredients. Gotcha, okay. Yeah, and, and he described it as Nevada in a glass. Oh, wow. It's pretty cool. It's a wall of Nevada. Yeah, yeah. And I, and I would love to sit and talk with him about what that meant, mm. you know, what that meant to him and, and how that can be uh, translated you know, to to other locales, and and I would love to do uh, an East Bay in a glass sort of, you know, sort of beer. Well, Matt, thanks for having us here. This has been great. The beer is amazing. I can't wait to uh, have the recipe kit. Thanks. We're for down to the us. bottom of the glass. Yeah, man, I'm yeah. feeling great. I, I love this double IPA. Cheers. Thanks for having us. Yeah. Ah. <laughs>